I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh, we made another baby. We are back with season two of the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast. We've got another little bun in the oven, and we are so excited to share this journey with you guys. We have a little girl named Hayden. She is one going on two, and soon we're going to be learning how to parent two little babies instead of one. But first, we got to get through this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in each week as we go on this journey and we'll talk about life and pregnancy up until this sweet little baby pops out. <laughs> we are so excited to share it all with you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's just get right into it. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast, episode four, week 14. How you doing there, Beck? You know, hanging in there. Nice. Living the pregnant life. Hopefully you stayed getting better this week. We will see. <laughs> but how about we get into changes of the baby? Yeah, let's hear it. The baby grew from a lemon to a peach, which is a delicious fruit. Oh, peaches are so good, especially this summer. So many good peaches we've yep. ever had. Some good growth. Um <laughs> The genitals are forming. Wow. Boy or girl? Go. So the male genitalias are forming. Oh, male. Okay. Wow. There yeah. we go. I've said that consistently through this podcast. <laughs> uh, the lanugo, which is the fuzzy coat, has developed. And the baby can use faci- facial muscles now. So lots of smiling in there. Aw. Listening to us sing. Hayden singing. Yeah. Hayden loves to say hi to the baby. She does. It's pretty cute. She comes up and she just says, hi, baby. And she starts to like lift up my shirt. And she'll like rub my belly and say, oh, baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really cute. It, it's really cute. I don't think she, you know, she obviously doesn't understand that there's like, at least I don't think she does. She's pretty smart, but I don't think she understands that there is an actual baby in there. But she knows that my belly means baby. So she'll like kiss it. She'll say hi. It's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a cutie. Be, she'll be a great big sister, I'm sure. I know. It should be fun to see uh, see her interacting. I like can already picture her like holding, obviously with support and us right. very close by, but holding a little tiny infant and her just like smiling so big. Yeah, absolutely. She loves babies. She does love babies. Whenever we see one, she's like, oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> And even in like books too. There's this book that we've been reading um, a lot recently. What is it called? On the Night You Were Born, I think. And uh, she doesn't even like me to read it. She just likes me. To, she just like opens the pages and she's like, baby, baby, baby. And she just flips and flips until she finds there's like a a page where there's a um, a baby in like a little, one of those little like woven, like kind of like Jesus baskets or most, not Jesus, but Moses basket. And it's like asleep. And she's just like, oh sleeping sleeping baby sleeping i'm like yeah you gotta be quiet when the baby's sleeping she loves a good baby she does um anyway so let's uh let's get into it here speaking of baby talk about what this baby's been doing to me um so symptom wise symptoms are remaining they're the same there isn't like a huge update here um Except, so I don't know if I mentioned this in the last week, but I know I talked about it in our first trimester recaps, but 
I have been taking Unisom and B6 every night before I go to bed. And it really helped. Um, it helped just kind of bring the nausea and sickness and like general feeling of deathly hangover <laughs> down from like an eight to a five. Um, so really helped me get through the day and just be a little bit more functional and just a lot less miserable, honestly. So this week, um, so once I got out of the first trimester, I was kind of wondering like, hmm, when can I start to like get off this med? Because I, I really don't like want to be on it. I mean, I, I understand that it helps fully acknowledge that it helps and I, I will continue to take it because it's helping. Um, but I'm also like not trying to be on that forever, you know, like the sooner I can not be dependent on it, the better in my eyes. Um, because like, you know, I'm just a more natural minded person. Um, also there's the ingredients in the medication itself. There's like blue dye in there. I'm like, okay, how long do I need to be taking this? Um, not my favorite, but again, acknowledge that it helps. So I'm not going to write it off. Um, anyway, so I've been kind of toying with the idea of like, all right, when am I going to like try and discontinue it? Um, wasn't planning on discontinuing it (laughs) in week 14, but one night I completely forgot to take it, which was, and honestly, I'm not trying to be not hating or anything. (laughs) I was surprised this is the first time you forgot. Like, I know I was actually just going to say, especially like, you know, it's like right before bed. I don't know. I mean, it can be routine, but at the same time, like if you're tired, like laying in bed and you forget, right. It could be hard. Well, that just goes to show like how desperate I was for that. Like, I would not forget because, holy moly, to forget would not be good. Um, Well, why? What happened? Which is exactly what happened this week. So, um, yeah, I just forgot to take them one night and I woke up immediately, like the second I got out of bed, just like hit with a brick wall of nausea, Um, which normally I wouldn't, I wouldn't be nauseous right away in the morning. It would kind of come on as the day went on instead of like, all day, um, all waking hours of the day. So I realized right away, I was like, oh my God, I didn't take it last night. And it it was pretty crazy to me, just the difference in, in how I felt. Like I, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be that, um, black and white, honestly, but it clearly does help. So if you're out there and you're struggling with this, um, maybe look into it and maybe, maybe give it a try because, you know, it really, it really made a big difference for me. Um, so yeah, so didn't ever forget to take that again. Um, so another thing, uh, this is kind of more of a life happening than a symptom, but a couple of these symptoms happened while I was, uh, away. I actually traveled for work this week. So obviously I had to, um, I had to fly. So it was like a really quick trip for like a speaking engagement type deal um, for like a, it it was a virtual event, but they, we had to like film our talks and stuff. So it was like a, um, for like a young living kind of thing. So we, or we, I traveled. um, And then like the next morning I was in the shower and I realized on the back of one of my legs, I was like, oh my God, I have like veins that are starting to pop out. It's like, this is nuts. Um, I've never, ever had, uh, what are they called? Varicose veins. And they're, you know, apparently pretty common during pregnancy. It's just not something I've ever experienced, but it kind of caught me off guard. Cause I was like, wow, it's crazy. Like how much these are like popping out. 
And I was kind of like, yikes. But I just kind of chalked it up to, well, I was just flying and, you know, that messes with your blood pressure and you have so much like this, your blood volume is like constantly increasing up until like 20 weeks. So I was just like, it's probably from like a side effect of flying. And I didn't really think much about it. Um, but don't you worry, guys. We'll be talking a lot more about those veins in the future. Oh, yeah. They're still around here. <laughs> my eggs are... My eggs. Oh, my God. My legs are currently elevated as we speak. But that's a whole nother story that we'll cross. And a whole nother bridge we will cross uh, a few weeks down the line here in this pregnancy. Um, anyway, so that was a big symptom that I noticed while I was away. And then another thing... While I was away, I was like wearing this like black dress for my talks and I hadn't put on a dress in like, I don't know, it had been a while. Um, and I had like, I have this exact dress in like a few different colors cause it's like literally the best dress ever. And I like wore them throughout the summer and stuff. Anyway, so it had been like probably at least a month since I wore this particular dress. And when I put it on, I was like, oh my God, my hips are already wider. Like they're already widening. Like I have some hips in this like flowy-ish dress. So that kind of co- caught me off guard. Um, but again, that is a normal thing with pregnancy. Your hips widen. Cause it's got to make room for a baby to come out of there. Um, and then my last crazy symptom I had while I was away, we had on like the last night, I was only there for two nights, but the second night we were, um, we just all like went out to dinner and we were just like sitting at the table. We were all chatting and out of nowhere, I literally like like my, I had a massive baby kick. I talked last week how I had a big one. This one was, I don't know, like 10 times the intensity of this one. It was such a crazy like kick or movement, whatever you want to call it, that like it almost made like my, the muscles in my stomach like spasm a little. So it was like this whole thing. And I literally was like, like at the table and everybody just looked at me and started laughing. They're like, are you okay? Like what just happened? I don't think anyone knew you were pregnant. Oh, no, I had, like, belly out. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, it was very, yeah, no, we, and we had been talking about it, um, but you couldn't really tell in the dress that I was wearing, but then at, later at dinner, it was, like, I had, like, a tighter shirt on, it was obvious, but um, everyone was, like, are you okay? Like, what just happened? And I was, like, oh, my God, that was the baby. Like, this is a feisty baby. I'm only 14 weeks, and they're already scaring me half to death with these, like, massive movements, um, but so one of the girls who was at dinner... She was like, when did you have your ultrasound? I was like, I had it sometime in like nine weeks. She was like, are you sure there's not twins in there? I was like, what? (laughs) So I already told you guys that we suspected it might be twins early on. But then obviously we had the ultrasound, confirmed one baby. And then she had twins. And she was like, "Uh, you know, you never know. Because she's like, I mean, I went at like eight weeks for my ultrasound. But there was only one baby. And then I went back like a month and a half later for another ultrasound. And there were two. So I was like, oh my, she's like, that might be why you're having these massive kicks. Cause there's actually two babies. So still have not had an ultrasound since then. So there's for all chance, know, I guess. Yeah. I don't think it's twins, but, um, but yeah, that was nuts. That was absolutely nuts. And there was actually another girl there at dinner who, uh, was also pregnant with her sixth. So she's had a lot of babies and she was like, oh my God, I've never heard, or I've never felt a kick that early. She's like, I mean, I felt kicks early, but not that early. So it was just really feeding into my, oh my goodness, this is twins. Um, but anyway, that was funny. We were all had a good laugh. Oh, but overall, so there's a bunch of symptoms I just threw at you guys, but 
overall, still starting to feel um, a little bit better. Uh, This was the first week that I was like cooking dinner. I mean, obviously I was gone a couple nights, but cooking dinner a few nights a week. Um, Like finally started making like some sourdough stuff again. I made some sourdough English muffins. I made sourdough pancakes. Remember you were like, oh my God, I remember this life. It was so great. It was amazing. (laughs) Matt loves the sourdough goods. I do love the sourdough. Uh, Pizza used to like the uh, English muffins. I think we lost lost track of those a little bit. No, <laughs> we didn't lose track. Well, because when I first started making them, I was using straight up white all-purpose flour. Oh my goodness, they were unbelievable. Which Matt loves some white flour. They also were puffier and looked like English muffins. Well, yeah, so because then I switched to using like home ground, like literally grind my own whole wheat flour, which is much denser, so they're not going to be quite as fluffy. Right. Um. But I was still I was still in the midst of like perfecting that recipe because the dough is a little bit wetter with uh with the my own flour, and still I never delicious. quite. And I always appreciate it, but they were unbelievable when well, we four. first did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good news for you. When I had to restart my starter, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know this whole thing. We accidentally I had like a six month old sourdough starter. It was freaking awesome, loved it, and we accidentally baked it in the oven Whoops. and killed it. Which was a very sad day. Um, that is actually not the traumatic story I plan to share this week. But <laughs> I am in the midst of making a new sourdough starter with cheaper white all-purpose flour. So you've got some English muffins in your future. Well, I can't wait. So that's exciting. Um, anyway, guys. So speaking of our traumatic story, Matt, why don't you kick it off and you uh, start filling us in on that story? Okay. Well... I was upstairs just getting out of the shower and I heard like the door or d- door downstairs close and like Becca come in and scream up like, Matt, come down. Can you help me? And uh, I came down and Becca was outside running around looking at chickens and I just see a bunch of feathers and I think you should take it from here probably. <laughs> so we have chickens by the way. For- yeah, we have, to, we do have chickens. We have 10 chickens. And we love them so much. They're like so a part of our family now and um, they're a good time. But I was in the kitchen with Hayden and just so happened to look out the window at the exact moment a hawk was like attacking one of our chickens. It happened so fast and it was literally like a split second that I like that I saw that I wasn't even sure in the moment what I was seeing. I just saw like big wings flapping and I heard the chickens like they kind of like scream when there's like trouble, which is like the worst sound ever because you then you sprint outside and you're like, oh my God, what just happened? Because we do let them roam um, like in this kind of smaller area of our property um, every day. And we keep a, we keep an eye on them, but we're not like we're not hawking them. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Saw big wings flapping, heard the chickens screaming, immediately sprinted outside. All the chickens were already gone because they were hiding. That's what they do when predators come around. And I just saw a huge circle of feathers. Huge circle. By the way, this has nothing to do with pregnancy. <laughs> but we did tell you guys we were going to share about our lives and life happenings these yeah, weeks. And it's an interesting story. Um. So then Matt ran outside. So then I ran back in. I had left Hayden in the kitchen. Literally, this was like all in a flurry. Grabbed Hayden, was like, Matt. He came down 
and so we were searching, right? Yeah, they were all hiding in the bushes. So we had to round, like, round them all up and try and get them safely into the coop. And so we have 10, and we had 8 out of 10 were accounted for. Two were missing. Um, one yellow one and one black one. And the feathers that were all over the place were black feathers. So we figured the black one got taken. Yeah, so we didn't think... We just assumed that the yellow chicken was still hiding and maybe it was like really close to the attack. So it was like extra scared. So it didn't want to come out. Um, But we didn't think that one actually got like eaten or taken or anything like that. We were just like hoping it would show back up. And it did show back up in like an hour. It finally, we saw it like, like running, like walking around the coop. And so we like sprinted out and put it back in. So by process of elimination, we figured out, um, because we have three, actually four different breeds of chickens and um one of them is they're called bard rock and they're like these like black and white chickens and those were the feathers that were on the ground and we were able to figure out that it was this one chicken um named amelia yep who was missing um and it was a real shame because we love amelia i mean we love all the chickens but not all of them have names because not all of them like stand out enough to be named some of them all look the exact same the red ones all look identical yeah all of them all the rhode island reds we have they don't have names we just call them we call them bob 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 Bob. (laughs) we call them all bob (laughs) um but so she had to be pretty special to actually have a name and she was so we were pretty sad the whole day because there was no sign of amelia hours later she never reappeared and we were like oh my god a hawk totally snatched her up and i was just like praying that it was like a swift and quick death for her and that she like yeah wasn't in pain because she was just like the sweetest funniest little chicken she was like our adventurous one circle of life man circle of life when they lived in the um in the garage like in before they moved out into the coop in this like big brooder there was like this little slit that was too small for really any of the chickens to get out um in this like makeshift box that we made so we like weren't really concerned about it um but like amelia would get out like she one day we like opened the garage door to go into the garage and she was just like standing on the mat like looking at us we're like how did you get here (laughs) um and like anytime you would like walk over to the brooder she was like the first one to jump up and be like oh hi how you doing like she's just she's a cute little chicken so it was a really sad day. We were like, oh my God, should we have like a chicken funeral? This is like so sad. Preparing our remarks. Preparing our remarks. It was the first time we'd ever had any kind of attack. First time we'd ever lost a chicken. So it was just kind of a bummer to like only have nine chickens in there and just know that one was gone. It was just really sad. But then. And then I was outside playing with Hayden and all of a sudden Amelia comes walking around from the corner. So it's like, what? So I ran in, Becca was laying down, taking a break, yelled her name. I was like, you got to check this out. You got to check this out. She came out. There was Amelia. I almost cried. (laughs) Almost shed a tear. It was very close. Yeah. Which, if you know me, I hardly ever cry. So that's like pretty, to be close to tears is, you know, it got me. (laughs) I think if this was one of the non, one of the chickens that we don't have a name for, it wouldn't have been as sad. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, it still would have been a bummer, but it wouldn't have been. It was kind of devastating. We were like a little shaken up that day. But then she mysteriously, well, not mysteriously, but miraculously reappeared completely unscathed. She didn't even look like she had lost any feathers when even like 
half our yard, it felt like was covered in them. Um, they, when they get like attacked, they like release their feathers. Um, so that's why they were all over the place. It's not cause she got like torn up or anything. Um, but yeah, she was fine. And it was just, it was like a, it was a really crazy day and we were just really happy to have her back. And I was just like holding her and the poor thing was like traumatized the rest of the day. She was like acting very strange, but then the next day she was back to her normal self. Um, but she was basically just hiding for like eight, literally like eight hours. She was just like hiding somewhere in the bushes. We couldn't find her because she was so scared. Poor she thing. was definitely scarred from it for a little bit. Yeah. She's fine now. She is. Yeah. One of our loved ones. Yeah. One of our loved ones. So that was the traumatic story. Um, I hope that was uh, interesting for you guys. I know not everybody is into the chicken life, but uh, we clearly are. We love our chickens. Um, and that was honestly like the biggest thing that happened that whole week. Pregnancy was pretty much the same, but we did have a uh, a traumatic chicken incident. But luckily, she's okay. Everyone's okay. All chickens are still accounted for, even though the hawks have been insane and so annoying. But um, But yeah, so that's our traumatic story. Do you have uh, anything else you would like to share this week, Matthew? No, that's it. I'm glad you're starting to feel better. Yeah. Glad you had a nice work trip. Glad the baby's kicking and healthy. All good things. Yeah. It's nice to be able to like contribute a little bit again. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, nice to have the c- contributions. Yeah. Cook and be more active with Hayden and just all around feel like a more um, not a potato, like a total potato. I feel like I was full on potato status up until 12 weeks, meaning like just on the couch, useless. Yep. And then it was like half potato for <laughs> another few weeks. Uh, sometimes I would be on the couch, useless. Other times I would be up doing things, working, cooking, taking care of Hayden, whatever. Um, but it definitely feels good to be getting back closer to myself it's just a it's a big relief and it's very welcome and also this year I've had like almost six months of first trimester in like the first nine months of the year which is a it's a lot that's rough it's a lot on your body it's a lot mentally to go through that so when I started like turning started turning the corner I didn't turn the corner but turning the corner, it was just like, okay, like I'm getting there. I'm so close. Like I'm getting close to the finish line of this pretty brutal period. And, uh, it just felt really good to be starting to leave that chapter of just being so sick behind. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's it for this week. I don't believe Matt has anything to add. So, uh, I guess we'll just wrap it up here. So thank you guys for listening to week 14 and our chicken story and um, everything that's going on with us and this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in next week for week 15. And I can't wait to share with you guys how things are progressing as we get further and further into the second trimester, which is crazy. It is already going so fast. Um, But yeah, we can't wait to share it with you guys. So we will talk to you then. Amelia lives. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) All right. Bye.